Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. Welcome to the beating table, everybody. A new year and a new volume. Volume 2, Episode 1. With your hosts, Degaru Yakwa, Margaret Standup, and myself, Leith Makiwa, coming to you from sunny Ganawage. Hello, good way, Margaret. Mm-hmm. How are things? Lovely, the sun is shining. <laughs> Great. So, uh, first and foremost, we want to send out a big congratulations to editor and owner Greg Deganatanega. Horn on his writer in residence at McGill for the semester of um, the winter semester of 2023. Congratulations to you. He is the extraordinaire behind the Yordi was a newspaper online and in print. And also, I guess you would say, like, I I guess maybe the executive producer of the Yordi was a podcast since he's like the owner, right? So, shout out to him. Also, shout out to everybody who has. Welcomed in 2023 with new beating projects and hopes to finish beating projects from 2022. I am in that <laughs> category, hoping to get some stuff done. But uh, yeah, Hi. what is on the docket for you today and what have you been up to since we last talked on the, on the podcast? Well, it has been crazy. I just went through the Christmas rush at the store and that's usually my super crazy time. Um, So I survived that and it was fun and great and Mm -hmm. very successful end of the year. I have been, actually I hit the ground running. I took two weeks off during, uh, sorry, I took one week off during Christmas. I worked right after Christmas, but then took the first week in January off, which was wonderful. I don't think I did any beadwork though. I was Mm -hmm. supposed to, but I did nothing. Uh, I really wanted to get like a few projects done. Oh, no, sorry, I'm lying. I got one pair of <laughs> super outstanding, too long, sitting in my house moccasins. So mm-hmm. I was so happy they're gone. So I finished those and I have another pair that um, I'm just attaching cuffs. And then I have two more after that. <laughs> those are pieces that you have to make because they're orders from before. Yeah, they were past raffles. So I'm getting those those suckers done. <laughs> Get those wheels a turning. Yeah, so that's that's that. And uh, yeah, I have a few medallions still, which not a huge rush, but I feel like in order to get moving in my life, I need to get that all out of my hair. So I'm going to be working on that soon. And yeah, I've just been um, the paint. The paint world right now has been mm-hmm. um, taking over my life, which is great. It's been really busy. I've been getting a lot of uh, contracts or work, mm-hmm. like doing um, paint nights with different organizations. So I've been doing one monthly at the library. Uh, oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Gurhianuha uh, hired me to do one a week for the whole month of January. Oh, awesome. So I'm there actually tomorrow. And mm-hmm. just all my own other ones, like the birthday parties, people have been having um, kids parties. Yeah. My son's invited to one actually. Yeah, this yeah. This Friday. So... Yeah. I have to prep for all that, but it that's been super busy. So yeah, that's keeping me going. Is that keeping you creative where you don't want to be creative in beadwork or is that just like a different a, kind of area? A little bit. Yeah. It kind of taps me out, but it's time wise too, because I got to prep for it. I have to, uh, you know, like even today I have to go run out. So I think I'm taking a executive long lunch today. and I, Which means the store won't be open. Yeah. <laughs> I have to close a bit. And uh, I have to go get all the materials. I have to, I, yeah, I have a lot of stuff to do. I have actually a beading class starting tomorrow night. Um, what are you teaching? A moccasin class, which is great because now I have the opportunity to advertise them or offer them free mm-hmm. of charge. Um, there's a program in Ganawage. I forget what it's, oh, oh wait, Wellness Action Team. It's WAT, W-A-T. I think that's their abbreviation. Yeah. So anyways, they there's a, a funding program that you can access for uh, wellness and things like that. So I was able to tap into that. So this class was offered free. So, which was great. So yeah, 
So there's 10 in the group. We're starting tomorrow night. So, and I'm not ready. <laughs> I got to do my damn patterns. You didn't do any patterns yet. No, I have the, like the foot pattern. I'm not oh, worried okay. about that, but I got to draw, but I have so many too. Sometimes I was just thinking about, maybe that's a topic. We talk about recycling. Oh, that patterns. could be, yes. Okay. Repur that We do have a topic about repurposing. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, there's uh some, I think that I'm going to go through because I have a, like a million of million patterns that are already, uh, vamp patterns that are already drawn up and stuff like that. So I may go look through them and see if I like. Pull some elements from some. Yeah, what's there, so. Like I told you before, don't waste all of your good creative things on classes. Yeah. <laughs> Use what it is you got because that's what people want. Mm -hmm. they, want a, they want what they've seen. Yeah, so. Maybe not carbon copy, but you know. Yeah, so that's my plan today, so. You know what, when you said what, I was transported. <laughs> I used to live in Thailand and there was, well, there's Watts everywhere and, and what is like a place, uh, I think what. Wat Doi Sutep, it was called. And I think that means mountain Doi Sutep. And so when you said Wat, I was like, oh my God. I could see, I could feel, I don't know. It was just oh, really so weird. weird. <laughs> anyway, so I just started to share because I kind of blanked out for a moment. And then I was like, oh, get back to the podcast. Get back to the podcast. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of interesting things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, busy. Do you find it the lull or is there a lull outside of like the winter months when you're teaching classes or... Anything like that? Or yeah. I'm does like, it go by season kind of thing? Um, You mean for the store? Or well, like, for yourself. Like uh, you said, you had like beading classes and then you had also had your painting classes. Is there like a season or oh, a time of the year that is more? Nothing going on. Yeah. The yeah. summer, definitely. Yeah. Summer for everything. The shop even. Uh, it gets like kind of slow a little bit. Just everyone's out and about moving and yeah. there's just a lot going on. So the store, uh, paint, well, painting. So it's, you know, yeah. depends. Beating is nobody wants to be in the, the house. Nobody wants yeah. to be inside doing it. Like even for me, I'm, I want to be outside. Yeah. I like gardening. I like being outside and doing stuff. So I, I find it lonesome and wasteful oh, to, <laughs> to be, be sitting there. inside when it's like a beautiful day. So I'm like, I, I always want to soak it all in. So yeah, I, uh, summer, summer is my downtime. And you, how were your holidays? Well, holidays were excellent because this might be a shocker, everybody. I've made some huge life decisions <laughs> and I have decided not to participate in the Santa Fe Indian market. Before Christmas, I, I had decided so much so that I canceled my Airbnb <laughs> reservation <laughs> just because I, because I, I am trying, I, I'm going to just say it. I'm just going to put it out there. So I, I saw somebody on, on uh, Instagram, like, you know, have those reels and they say something mm -hmm. and they say, if you have something big that you want to do, don't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. Just do it and see what happens. So I did that. I applied for an artist in residence at the University of Western Ontario. And I'm waiting to hear back from them. And that was in earlier, like last week, I did that. And so I thought, you know what? If that's something I want to do, then participating in the Santa Fe Indian market is not conducive to me spending time with my family during the summer. Because I would be from, let's say, May on to August, I would be sitting at my house doing all this beadwork all the time and stuff like that. And so I thought, you know what, I'm not going to do that this year. I'm just going to just do what I want kind of pretty much. And let me tell you, it is a load off my mind. I'm not worried. I don't feel stressed. Even the things I have to do from now until June seem so much more, I guess, even manageable because I don't have the weight of like, oh yeah, you should really be thinking yeah, about doing this. this and, other stuff oh, you should be doing that. And so I feel, I feel really good about that. And it, it, it is a lot less taxing on my brain, which then becomes taxing on you physically, I think too, mm -hmm. the stress of it all. <clears throat> so I did that. And then, um, so yeah, that was a big decision. It saves a lot of money too, in the end, because it takes a lot of money to go there. And I think, you know what, there'll be another one. I can do something else. I can do another one, maybe 2024, or I don't know. I just think like, you know what, I just, I just want to take a break. So I did. I didn't beat at all over the Christmas holiday, which is fine with me because I had nothing I have my daughter's stuff I'm working on, mm -hmm. but I had not taxed to do anything. Mm -hmm. And um, midwinter is coming up. So 
I said, you know what, I'm going to make some new ribbon shirts for my kids. And so my boys, I'm doing that. And uh, yeah, that's all. And I finished one of my daughter's cuffs to, yes, last night. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like slowly checking off things. And I had a really big um, reflection on a piece I made on my daughter's purse. I had beaded a handle and I attached a handle. And then I was like, you know what, this isn't going to work. Mm -hmm. So I take it all off, which is fine. And then I I said, really, what do you want? She was said, I want a crossbody. And then I want a small handle in case. And I said, you know what? I'm going to really try something with grommets. Because I had, well, my friend, or our friend, I should say, Grant Jonathan found me some hardware for purses. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to manipulate it so that I can add a grommet to this purse so that I can either do a long strap or a short strap. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to do that. And it's going to be a little bit more modern in how it looks rather than my typical, like, like handbag or uh, like not old style, but yeah, like how mm -hmm. my older style looks. So yeah, so I'm gonna try to do that, and um, so it, I had to do some tweaking and stuff like that. So that was good, but yeah, I'm just taking it day by day, still doing my thing at the school, and just I don't know, just living life, <laughs> living it up, living it up. So yeah, it's not too bad. I feel a little bit. I don't feel like I should be doing anything. Probably because I'm just waiting for this, whatever happens mm -hmm. with this application and we'll see what happens. But regardless, I'm going to do it anyway and try to see. It's something I've been like working on or thinking about for over 12 years. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, so that's what I've been up to over this Christmas holiday. I can't think of anything else. I'm sure there must be something else, but <laughs> right now that's about it. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. No. <laughs> see you later. Okay. So Margaret. We got a few questions from Instagram because, you know, we always like to put out there that, you know, we're doing topics and different questions like this. And But before we get into the topics that people have asked, I have one question for you. And I told it to you this morning and then I'm like, don't think about it. Don't think about mm -hmm. it because I want to ask you again. But um, with this application process, I had to do a few things that I had never done. Mm -hmm. And I had asked you about them and you haven't done them either to the extent that I think the established artists do and everything. So I had to write an artist statement. And thankfully, I have mentor a mentor, Skawanadi, who helped me hone in and really look and see like, Leith, you're not telling them anything about yourself. <laughs> so I did an artist statement. I had to do a project proposal and I had to do a artist CV. Now, one of the things I found on the internet that helped me to... I guess to evaluate what my artist statement was, is there was a series of questions, like just random things they would ask about, or how how would you describe your artwork, uh, different things like that. I can't really think offhand. I didn't write all the questions down. I just wrote all my answers down in my other notebook. Mm -hmm. But um, I took I took note of one question, and I wasn't really sure why it was asked, but it was, and I wanted to pose it to you, is when you think about your artwork, what music or TV show does it resemble? Oh, my God. I have no idea. <laughs> it sounds, I don't know. I mean, I'm like, off the top of my head, the first thing that comes to mind is like some kind of classical music. And I don't know why, because I don't listen to that. <laughs> but, and I, it's funny you say that because I was watching this lady on Instagram and she was painting. She was painting, her and her daughter were painting. And at the end of the video... It shows like a clip of all the artwork that was painted. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me of your beaver because it's the tones you use. Maybe mm -hmm. not the sharp ones, but even like your daughters. It's very like, yeah. it looks like there'd be <laughs> classical music playing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's like, because it's like, it's that calmness. Like, I think like I've said it before, like a lot of times I feel chaotic internally. Mm -hmm. So it's always trying to find that calmness piece blah 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 so it, I guess that's what kind of comes out in the work mm -hmm. a little bit so it's always uh yeah just trying to find those balance like that I don't know and it's funny because sometimes like with uh, even when I want to do darker crazier or something different it, mm -hmm. it always ends up going back to the same thing and I usually like things calm with punches of color mm -hmm. like a little bit crazy here and there so it, yeah it kind of reminds me of that like classical with you know, once in a while you hear like some kind of dramatic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. But yeah. Other than that TV show, I. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I couldn't think of a TV show either. I was just like, God, like the characters on the show. Like I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I don't know. 
Grey's Anatomy. Maybe Probably there's this little I... house in the prairie. Because like <laughs> when you look at little house in the prairie, it's very subdued. It's not very. It's all like calm, kind of like brownie. But you're not. You're not really brown, but in terms of like your color palette, I think you try to tend, tend to take to stand away from brown, like to step step yeah. back from brown. I don't I don't see you often doing that. No, I don't know why I'm not into. Probably because I don't know how, or I just don't. I like really soft, subdued, like... Like muted. And that's why I think like Little House in the Prairie, because like yeah. muted, it always seems like it was dusty. You know what I mean? <laughs> Your work is so dusty. <laughs> Margaret, my work is dusty. <laughs> my work is so dusty. <laughs> but no, it, it's kind of like, yeah, I don't tend to go there. I like grays. I like whites, but I do like those. They're clear, like the frosty type of yeah, things. It's <laughs> dusty. <laughs> the dusty ones. Oh, I'm going to read a new, new saying, my dusty beads. Dusty beads. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I don't know. That's weird though. That show. <laughs> what? Little House Prairie is weird? Oh, I used to hate that show. <laughs> I used to like it. I guess. I think. I don't remember. I used to come on, I'd be like, oh, change the channel. It's time to change. This is boring. The way these people live. No. Oh my God, it's like my life. It was know, like I'm my life to get when to the that. power went out. I was just like, start, start the fire. And... <laughs> oh, oh God. Yeah. What I chose as mine, as my descriptor, was 80s R&B. Mm -hmm. Like Anita Baker, Luther Vandross, <laughs> Grover Washington Jr. Just different things like that, like that. I can just like, it just feels jazzy. like, jazzy. No. <laughs> not really jazzy, but it's just like a little bit of funk, like a little bit different kind of just like upbeat. It's class. I mean, it's classic in the sense that it just is, I don't know. I just, I just think of it. I just, I think that's where like my happy place is and like that genre of music. Mm -hmm. Cause like growing up with my mother, that's the kind of music she listened to. And it just seems like all kinds of like cruising down the highway and the music was playing <laughs> like Anita Baker was on and just like her Sade and just, just, I don't know. That's what I thought mine was. And then I was, yeah. And then I have it on my beating mix on my, on my thing. And so, yeah. So, so I just, <laughs> it's a very black kind of like gray, like I think of like the lights are low kind of, and it's just like, <laughs> like the white beads are glistening kind of, you oh, yeah. know, like that kind of, I <laughs> don't know, sparkle. the sparkle. Yeah. It's just like the colors I see. And so, yeah, but yeah, but that's what I said. If so, I said R&B, but mm -hmm. But yeah, so that was one of the things. I mean, I didn't use it on my artist statement. Like my, <laughs> my art is like babies R and B, but I, I, it was just interesting a question just to see how like what you what your stuff would resemble. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what my stuff would resemble in a TV show. I think well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's suits. <gasps> maybe mine is suits. <laughs> it's a little little like edgy. There's a lot of like emotion with that one guy. The guy he was like almost half bald. I can't remember what his name is, but yeah. <laughs> You don't watch that much of it. I only watch like a few seasons. That's that Megan Markle was in it. Mm -hmm. And there's that fiery um, personal assistant and she's just walking around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That or maybe even like, um, yeah, no, anyway. So maybe suits. I don't know. So that's a good question for everybody out there. You know, when you think of your bead, your artwork, and it could be art, anything, painting, mm -hmm. quilting, whatever you want. I can't remember. Quilting, imagine. Your quilts resemble The Simpsons. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Whimsical. Whimsical. Uh, edgy. Edgy, for sure. Mm -hmm. Breaking the boundaries kind of thing, too. You think about The Simpsons, they're always doing something wild. In the beginning, they were anyway. Mm -hmm. I don't know about now. I don't watch that show. So when you think of your artwork, what music or TV show does it resemble? So that was one of the questions that I had answered, and I thought it'd be interesting to, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to see what you thought about that one. One of the questions that you had and that you had received was, if there is no pattern or shape for something you want to make, where do you go to seek guidance or to find a visual reference? And your gut reaction was what? <laughs> Do it yourself. No. Do it yourself. And then you added something at the end, hearts and hearts and love or something, what'd you say? Do it your fucking self, you said. And then hugs you wrote or something. You said something, we were at the store. You know how people say it like a back, like they'll say something and they're like, ha ha, J-O-L or not J-O-L, J-K, J-O-L. But yeah, hearts and loves, thoughts and prayers. I don't remember. But anyway. yeah, like, the, um, I don't know. I, I always, well, I guess I forget, like, unless you draw, unless, you know, like you're confident or comfortable making your own patterns, yep. then you just do it yourself. Um, 
what I did is I had a pattern. This is a specific thing that just happened last week. Well, actually, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it for a while. We took a class. I took a class and you went to one of the classes mm-hmm. and um, it was a moccasin class. And during the class, what I did is I ended up prepping my daughter's moccasin. So I made the vamp. I cut the vamp out and everything. I even had the leather top, the, the, the leather vamps. But for some reason, I didn't cut out the moccasin part and I had the cuff. And so what I did is since the class, I was doing her vamps and I beaded her vamps. And then I'm like, okay, well, now I'm going to get ready to make the moccasin. I didn't have the moccasin pattern, like the actual mm-hmm. foot pattern. And I was like, what the hell? So like looking through everything and everywhere. And I bet as soon as I get the pattern, because I asked the artist, I asked Merritt Cross, you style Merritt to help me. And if she would be willing to give me the pattern back, like to give me another one. And she said, yeah. I said it was no rush, but I, I thought as soon as I find it, as no, as soon as I get the pattern from her, I'm going to find the other one. But that's one thing is like, I had to actually re- reach out to her because it was a specific size mm-hmm. and shape and shape and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, well, yeah, I could just make one, but I like, cause I made a pair for myself and I really liked how they fit. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to make one for my daughter, that's the one I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. I use a different one for mine. I sell and make my own, but. I wanted to use merits for her because it's already done. And I just like, cause my daughter has more of a dainty foot, like small feet. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, that'd be a better one, but yeah, but I have a different pattern for one. It's so crazy, but yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's, so, yeah, it's like you can, I don't know. You can ask the artist themselves, mm-hmm. like if there's something that you like, but I don't know. It's a, you can ask, you could draw it. You can, I look, Sometimes I get inspiration for certain things. I'll look at like old fashiony shit. Like yeah. uh, I go on Pinterest and look for uh, whatever, like uh, Iroquois, whatever, you know, and just get ideas mm-hmm. from there. Moccasins are a little bit different though, especially when you're a, a, like a, a newbie. Yeah, yeah, you might need a pattern. You need a pattern you to need, start. Yeah. yeah, you do need it because the shape and all that, you don't always know like how things work mm-hmm. and fit. Uh, my suggestion would be to uh, try it out in felt or something that's not super expensive that, mm-hmm. you know, you don't mind if it doesn't work out. But yeah, you have to practice, but you have to learn like, and it takes a while. You have to learn like the function and the whole architecture of the, like the moccasin itself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still like, oh shit, this didn't work out this time. And oh, I'm doing this or, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So you got to play around with a lot of crap when you're like doing new patterns. Yeah. And you can ask artists, but on the, uh, on the same, in the same breath, I'm also going to say people have to also stop getting offended when people say no. Mm. That's another thing too. Like, (laughs) this is a a shower thought. (laughs) I was in the shower because I read this, this question yesterday or last night or something. But then I was thinking about it and different things. And that saying always comes to mind, oh, they're gatekeeping. And, and I don't know why that thing like that saying pisses me off it annoys me a little bit mm-hmm. gets me all fired up nah. it, it's good in some contexts like where it's like yes people shouldn't be hoarding shit like knowledge or certain things but on the other hand uh when it comes to like patterns or like certain things like that like not everybody is obligated to share all their shit with everybody mm-hmm. so sometimes that's what ends up happening sometimes newer beaters will ask for people's tried and true patterns and if they don't want to give it up then that's okay like Mm -hmm. they don't have to that sometimes that took like five years for them (laughs) to make that pattern Mm -hmm. work perfectly for them you know so yeah that you know i have to also add the reality of it Mm -hmm. to in there along with you know you can ask other beaters and most people are willing to give they don't Mm -hmm. mind you know but some don't and that's okay too but yeah so that's kind of my answer i guess to that question like where to find patterns and things like that you know it's crazy youtube has a lot of shit going on there mm-hmm. too like yeah you can find like all you gotta do is write it in to google yeah like google it'll give shit. you the basics a mm-hmm. lot of them um maybe not all the nitty-gritty details but then that's for you to continue and work mm-hmm. on and find what works best for you and all that jazz so what i've done in terms of patterns is is that i always just like start cutting out shapes especially for yolks like i have mm-hmm. i can see it now like in my folder of all my patterns and everything like my it's not really a folder. It's more like a file box mm-hmm. full of different things is um, I just started cutting out patterns. And I think the hardest part for the yoke is figuring out like the hole for the neck, the cutout for the neck. 
and because you can make it any yeah. shape you want. Oh my like, god! Yeah. And I mean, maybe now it might be a little bit more harder. So I started this like many years ago when everyone would get a newspaper all the time. But it might be harder you find to find a newspaper. But any kind of large piece of paper or anything um, might be good. That's what I would do is I just start cutting out and I would put it on myself. I would cut the cut out the where the the um, part for the neck and I would put it on and see how it is and I would check it's too long here and I would make changes and then try again keep trying and keep trying so I have like maybe like half a dozen actual shapes just I'm never going to use them but I don't want to throw them away either mm-hmm. for some reason but that's a hoarder in me too not the ho- <laughs> that's not the hoarder that's the unorganized part of Leith is I I'm not organized so I don't like get rid of what I should but um but yeah so or I would like fold the paper in half and then cut out, cut out a frame and then I would cut out the center of the frame and see how it looks. Cause like, that's what it is. There's a, a lot of patterns are symmetrical, right? Mm-hmm. Cuffs, vamp sizes, they're all, they could all be just, yeah, you just cut symmetry. one side. Like, it's not hard, but you got to think outside of just like, let me just ask somebody. That's what I like. Well, I think what you're saying is you just have to like try. Yeah. You can't just, just do, do it your fucking self. No, <laughs> that's what I mean in that sense. You have to try. I don't mean like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but it you have to try a lot of the times yeah. and, and the error in it is how you learn how to yes. do it, you know, and and it sucks. That's why I'm saying like use sometimes use uh, materials that don't cost that yeah. much and things like that. But shit, you know, if I look through all my old stuff, like I've ruined so many pairs of moccasins, like really good leather, you know, just mm-hmm. and it is what it is. Like you have to you have to try. And That's you have where you to, learn. That's where yeah. you're learning from. Yeah. So, you know, like I have. You know, you you do find a lot of really awesome artists that can help you and are yeah. always willing to help. Like that, that's mainly what will happen. Like if you ask somebody, they will help. Yeah. You know, if they're the time, if they have the and time, it takes time because sometimes you might not have an extra pattern. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> because you're using that pattern. You're not going to give somebody your pattern. Yeah, well, yeah, and then you got, and then you have to trace it out, cut it out. Find all the pieces that go with it because a moccasin isn't just like where the foot is. It's the foot. It's a vamp. It, there's it could a potentially be like the lining. It could be it. what all this stuff. And then you give somebody a pattern, and then ten, and maybe three days later, how do you do it? How do you do this? You have this piece, and then you got to <laughs> tell them how to do it. And it's not like it's a hard thing, but it's time consuming. Yes. So it, this is behind the scenes, people. Behind the scenes. So a lot of times, people will ask, "Okay, can I have this? Whatever a pattern." And this is where I'm talking about like when people say no, there's a reason sometimes people will say they don't want. Yeah. One of the reasons could be just that they don't want to, they don't want to share it. They want to hide, like they want that for themselves, which is fine. You know, the other is because it takes so much time. So when you're getting a pattern, you're taking somebody's hours and hours and hours worth of work that they had to cut. They had to do everything that you just said. The symmetry you have to do, it takes hours. And I'm not going to give somebody a pattern that doesn't look right. Yes, like because, even, oh, Elise gave it to me and it looks like hell, you know? I'm like, going to have to try to make sure that it looks perfect. So I'm not just going to give somebody something just because, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I want to make sure it's done well. Yeah. Because it's my name that's going to be like, oh, yeah, like you just said, Leith gave me this pattern. It <laughs> fucking sucks. It goes, it always skews right or yeah, skews like left. It hangs off like the wrong way. But yeah, so there's that, you know, I really liked the like, uh, like with Dagua, Addy, like they helped me out so much, Mm -hmm. like even you, in the sense that they don't always just give you things, they help you through things. So that's a better way of learning too, is like, I can give you a pattern, it'll be basic. But then they'll show some of the steps of how things are constructed, how things are put together, because, you know. Sometimes, yeah, patterns are not. Yeah, even that too. Like, yeah, I can give you a pattern, but do you know what to do with it? And I sometimes people don't always have the time to, like you said, sit and do all the the teaching. Or write that it goes, out. Yeah, that's a sucky thing. I mean, people ask me, <laughs> and I book. and I in in the inbox me, and they show a picture. And they're like, so show me a picture. What is it? Okay, well, this is. Do you understand? Does it make any? I'm always like, does it make any sense? Yeah. Like, I don't know if it makes any sense what I'm saying to you, but this is what. This is what I would do. Try it out. Like, yeah. you hope for the best. Thoughts this and is prayers. like a bit of the a, a li- <laughs> thoughts and prayers. It's a little bit of the venting side, I guess. It's like, this is some of the shit that happens behind the scenes. Like, some people will write, and I don't mind helping. Like, I really mm-hmm. do if I have the time. But in all honesty, sometimes when somebody writes, like, hey, how do I do? I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, that's now sometimes that, yeah. my reaction because it becomes a job. 
to mm-hmm. sit there because you know when you have to give instructions and mm-hmm. and type that shit out and whatever it takes long it does it could take up to an hour sometimes and i can hear all those organized people why don't you just make a copy of it and have it ready when somebody posts well do it your fucking self it's in my brain <laughs> i don't need to <laughs> like i know how to do it you know so yeah i don't need to make a list of it but yeah so it, those are all the the venting complaining parts of uh <laughs> <laughs> the bullshit <laughs> but yeah that's the reality that's the reality of it like a lot yeah. of people will say the same you know and they'll be like oh fuck you know and it, and it's on it's awesome for people who are like yes let me help you let me do it right away like if it fits in their timeline though you know so yeah but yeah so i think our like if we answer now what you think your artwork would be yeah we I think just our teaching style is more like <laughs> heavy up. metal scar or whatever kind of just screaming our heads out <laughs> but yeah that's yeah that's i'm what always it, willing to help though and i don't mind i it's i don't know if it's no it's not just my family it's not just that's like a ganawage thing too like it's like a shit or get off the pot type of thing where we have this thing in us where it's like, I'll help you, but you also got to help yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that kind of thing. So if I have a client that wants this stuff, but then expects me to walk them through every step and then wants me to pick everything. And then do you want me to sew it? Do you want me to wear it? Like that? It, when it's too much, then it's too much. You know, like mm-hmm. that's when I, I think it it's discouraging for me as a teacher where I'm like, I'm I'm basically making my stuff for you and while you're while I'm teaching you to do it almost, mm-hmm. you know, like like you're not making any choices in this matter yeah, except the, to ask me to do it. Exactly. Yeah. I and I'm just walking you through it, but it's all it's all been mine, you know, like yeah. everything. So which is fine. People learn that way, but you have to you have to pick up your pants and do it yourself to, to be accountable and make a choice. Yeah. So that's that's where sometimes it gets a little bit daunting as a mm-hmm. teacher. Christ, we're just like running off of this. <laughs> but that's, but that's, that's what now. people want to know. People want, I'm, I'm sure people out there, other people out there have had the same instance where they were like, oh my God, they're mm-hmm. asking, I just told them how to do this and they're asking me again how to do it. Yeah. Or, you know, I feel like, I feel bad. I don't want to ask them to do it. Like, you mm-hmm. know, or help me or whatever. We're not saying not to ask people. What yeah. we're just saying <laughs> is that it's a relationship. You yes. have to do your part. We do our part. And then hopefully we come together and it looks wonderful. But don't expect somebody to do it like themselves. Yeah. Don't, let, don't let the person you're asking make all the decisions for you because then when they're not there, what, well, you have nothing. Yeah. And then I feel like all that knowledge I've given and spent time and was cost, wasted was wasted for nothing, you know. So, yeah, sometimes that, that's how it feels. I like it's also like I don't always want to say I don't want to say no, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, I don't know. It just gets crazy sometimes like. I'm always willing to help. You gotta, you gotta meet me halfway. You gotta meet the artists halfway sometimes. Like, and that's what it is, is that. So a lot of times when people say no, sometimes we don't know how to take it as a no. Everyone gets like, not everyone, but there's certain instances. People get butthurt. Yeah, they get butthurt and then it creates a big thing. And then me as the artist, and I know like other artists too feel like that. Like if I say no, they're going to get mad and then I'm going to be the asshole. And then you feel bad about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Because we know it's what it's like to ask somebody to do something and they say no, like everyone does. Like that's what, but yeah. that's what life is like. So yeah. we've been on the other side of that too. So yeah. So you, you do, you know, in a sense, and that's where this, but sometimes that's where the gatekeeping bullshit. That's I, that's why I think I hate that word because I've had people say it like, oh, people just trying to gatekeep because they won't give patterns or they won't give this. But I'm like, no, no, that's, you know, like that's where those kind of that pisses me off. Like that's people's work and you just want it hand mm-hmm. it over, you know, like you got to work for it sometimes. So anyways, that's my, <laughs> my tangent and rant for the morning that all just came spewing right out. <laughs> yeah. But I think it has something like it, it kind of coincides with something we were talking about the other day is like the importance of keeping commitments. Like when we say no, it's because we can't commit mm-hmm. and fulfill something. Yeah. Would everybody like me to say, yeah, and then I'm falling behind and then people are talking, would I want somebody to be talking bad about me because I can't keep my commitment because I said too, yes too many times and now I'm like yeah. tapped out? Or the quality no, of the it quality is sucks. scraps. Yeah. So. And on, in all honesty too, I have to say that is partly the reason I stopped taking orders because now it got to the point where 
I'm not going to say the stuff that I did sucked or anything like that. It wasn't about that, but my heart wasn't wholly in it anymore mm -hmm. because there's so many restrictions, there's timelines, there's everything. So I started to feel that in comparison, so I have to compare it to when I do a paint night, mm -hmm. it's like a doodle drawing for me because it has to be manageable for a beginner. Mm -hmm. So when I do the paint night, it has to be something that can be done in two hours. It has to be very little technique. And it, so to me, that's not like a major art project for yeah. me, like because I can draw to the point where some of it looks realistic, where it's, you know, mm -hmm. real life stuff like I, I can draw, I can paint, but it takes time. It takes a lot of hours mm -hmm. and things like that. So when it's the same instance when I'm doing big projects that have deadlines and mm -hmm. timelines is that there's a uh, restriction to it. So then I don't find all the creative um, juices that should be there are there because I'm I'm so stressed on the deadline. I have maybe three or four more that have to get yeah. done. So all that creative drive is getting spread across four things within a certain time. Yeah, totally. You know, so that's kind of why I stop because I I don't want to be producing um not half ass. It wasn't half ass shit, but just not like totally glorious stuff that I'd be like, oh my God, I'm totally proud. And and it's nice people, you know, like everyone was, they love it. It's, I do put mm -hmm. my heart in it, but it's just not my whole heart and it's not taking the amount of time. Like right now, I have a friend who's working on a, a grad piece and I'm like, oh, I just want to do a whole set. But at, because I have full reign and I have mm -hmm. no timeline to do it. If I want to do a yoke tomorrow, I can and then just put it aside and then keep working at it, sit with it mm -hmm. and do it. And then, you know, and sometimes it goes even faster because I'm so jazzed up and I'm so excited yeah. to do it. You know, so that's, you know, we're doing all that shit. <laughs> yeah, isn't it great to be creative? No, just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's good to keep be creative. But yeah, keeping your commitments is important. And I think too, like when you touched on like people taking classes and whatnot and doing that kind of thing. So, yeah. So that's one of the reasons why we say no is because we're just making sure that our stuff is number one. Yeah, it's the integrity we're looking out of the for work. Ourselves. Yeah. And everyone should look out for themselves sometimes so that they can be able to give 100% of themselves when they need to. Yeah, because, yeah, you don't want to, you're not doing anyone any favors if it's like not your... 100%. You yeah. Know. Especially in this line. I mean, of course, there's other areas where people are just, you got it regardless, but yeah. we're talking for ourselves right now in terms of the artwork. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But I guess you could take it how you like it. Supermarché Idia, your one-stop grocery store for your everyday needs. Offering regular groceries as well as Afro-Caribbean and international food products. Looking to save money? Then Supermarché Idia is the right place for you. Located at 72 Boulevard Saint-Jean-Baptiste in Chattergay, behind the A&W. Open seven days a week. For more information, check out their website at idiasupermarket.com. That's I-D-I-A supermarket.com. Here's a big one, and I know a lot of people might be feeling this because there was a big... I guess not lull, not even a lull. I guess it was just a, a time for a break. Mm -hmm. You know, the holidays, if that's what people are doing, whatever holiday that you're celebrating or whatever it is, is people's um, artwork sometimes take a back burnt. It goes on the back burner just because, you know, they're doing other things, maybe visiting family and whatnot. So question was how to get yourself back into beating. Now, over Christmas holiday, I said, I did not beat a thing. Mm -hmm. And I brought it with me when I went to my mother's to Oneida, but I didn't do anything. And I, and I didn't feel bad about it. I just bring it because I always bring my stuff wherever I go. Even though I never do it anyway, but mm -hmm. I just do it. And I think there's a lot of people like that. I know my cousin Addy is that way, too, that way too sometimes. Just in case. Just no. in case. I have a, a time I can do it. Um, but yeah, so, so how I got back into beating is I just picked it up. <laughs> I just mm -hmm. went and I started back, you know, and, and I don't know if it's like, to what severity it is in terms of getting back to beating, if it's like eight months. Like I just got back into running after eight months. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was standing by the door on my third run th thinking and looking out and it was snow. It was almost dusk and thought, well, let me check my phone. What time is the sun going to set? Okay, I got 20 minutes. Okay, do you really want to do this, Leith? Yes, I really <laughs> want to do it. So I went and I got ready and I went and I ran. So you just got to get back on that horse. Get back in those running shoes. Mm -hmm. Thread that needle. and just. Go for it. Because the more you wait, the harder it is to get back into yeah. the swing of things. If you're on a deadline, it's it's 
even mm. harder to get back to it because then your looming deadline is what you think would inspire you to get moving doesn't because it's just a lot of pressure. And it puts more pressure. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of like some of my my ideas. I usually look for some inspiration. Good old Pinterest always has um, some stuff. I like to look up different colors and things like that mm-hmm. that kind of give me like a, a shock. You know, mm-hmm. like I see it and I feel it right away. Like, yeah. oh, shit, I like that. So I'll take pictures. I stalk everybody else's beating pages. I <laughs> see what people are doing. Like, oh, it's so innovative. Oh my God. Oh my God. It doesn't it mean like I'm kryptonite. doing. Yeah. It feels like my kryptonite. No, don't do that. No, just kidding. Well, for me, it's like, <laughs> I, I look at it like, I see it and I'm like, oh shit. But it doesn't mean that's what yeah. I'm doing. No, like, no, I know that. I know like, that. I'm like, oh, okay. They did this now. What What can I do? One day I'm going to copy somebody. I want somebody to find out. <laughs> I just felt like just right now, I'm just like, ooh. So I'm just being catty, but whatever. Sorry. Go ahead. No, but even that, yeah. It's not like, it's not a copying at all thing. For me, it's like. Inspiration. It's inspiration. It's just pure no, inspiration. Like, holy shit, they made a 3D thing. Okay, like, let me get back to building mine. Like, I used to love doing that. Mm-hmm. That's like my niche. I love doing it. I haven't done it in a long time. It is, takes a lot of time and work, but yeah. So I just stalk people's pages. I listen to clips on Instagram sometimes of like people, not multimillionaires. It's some kind of millionaires thing, but it's not millionaires. It's just like thing, like motivational inspiration type of deal. Mm-hmm. Just, and you see people like do like this thing and it says get, almost like get off your ass and mm-hmm. do what it makes you feel alive or something like that's just, that's yeah. like just paraphrasing <laughs> the very articulate way people talk on Instagram sometimes, you know, those mm-hmm. voiceovers or whatnot. And I just watch a few and I'm like, yeah, you know what? What am I, what am I waiting for? Let me cut yeah. my hair. And I did this week and I cut my hair. <laughs> I stood in the kitchen mirror. And I'm just like, I'm cutting my hair and I cut it and I'm like, crap, how am I going to make the other side the same length? But I did it. I cut my own hair and I was like, I felt like a new woman. Maybe cut your nails. I cut my nails too. And that, I mean, that seems so yeah. ridiculous, but. I find motivation by cutting my nails before I do beadwork. So I cut my nails and then I started doing beadwork. Yeah. Like it's all just like your own little weird things like that you do. And it's just doing it. Uh-huh. You just have to pick it up. Like I ha- I leave my stuff out sitting there, sometimes even cleaning up your desk or your table, uh-huh. getting that all nice and clean, getting a new fabric, like finding a new velveteen. You're getting a new bead mat? Yeah, like those little things. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I feel like my life's all put together now. Let me yes. let me do something, yes. you know? So I, you know, try to find that. I'm in that rut right now. I'm not worried about it. Mainly because I got nothing to do. <laughs> I got shit to do. But I do have these things to finish. But I'm not worried about it. But I am in a, in a slump, like... I had these pair of moccasins sitting on that damn table all weekend staring at me. And um, priority right now is me. Mm-hmm. In a sense, I started this uh, <laughs> nine, oh, yeah. the 30 day challenge, blah, blah. And it's like a t- full time job. Like sugar. She's getting off <sighs> sugar. That's my addiction. That's my crack. crack is whack. Yeah. That is my crack, is. sugar. It's horrible, <laughs> but you're doing it, not me. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I'm at. But it is, it becomes like a full-time thing where I'm focusing on because there's other elements that are, that have been added. I've done this thing, like, usually we do it um, right after Christmas every year. Somebody will start mm-hmm. the, pro- the, the program and I'll jump in and. Um, this year I was like, hell no, I'm winning this damn thing. Like, cause there's money to be oh, had yes, as well. Yes. <laughs> so that's my motivation right now. Um, it did help that I've been clean eating since before Christmas. I kind of fell off a little bit, but no big deal. It was the holidays. Um, but I was like, okay, no, let's get back on. So it's not that hard this time mm-hmm. for me. I've like, I'm already conditioned to, to yeah. be eating clean, but it's like kind of crazy. So there's no... No carbs, no sugar, eight ounces, eight times a day mm-hmm. of water. You have to have a supplement. Um, now there's also the 20, well, that was always there, 20 minute movement, 10 minutes of reading, five minute meditations, and you have to declutter in a day. So that's like nine things that you have to do in one day. So it's I, all day I have to keep going through the checklist. Okay. Did I do this? Did I, okay. I didn't do this yet. Let me go and do it. So mm-hmm. it doesn't leave too much time for beating. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to, 
everything seems very rigid and organized in my life right now, which mm -hmm. I kind of like that a little bit. So now I have to plug in. Now I think I on that list, I need to put in beating like, okay, at two o'clock today or seven o'clock, I have to beat for an hour or something like that. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is the first thing that's going to go after the 30 days? Or do you think you're going to be able to maintain it for the rest of your life? Oh, hell. Uh, I would like to. I would like to try to get off the sugar. <laughs> what's the bit. one thing do you think that ultimately, the first thing you think is going to go off that list? Because you said there's nine things. Oh, and there's even, you have to sleep seven hours a day, uh, seven hours a night. You have to make sure that you're sleeping. I think the first thing is the, the eating. Really? <laughs> the major you would part. do the eating before the decluttering. Oh hell Every no. Day. I need my damn decluttering. So do you declutter already once a day? Yeah. Like even in your regular life outside of this 30 yeah, days. Yeah, it's just like little things like my door, say there's all shoes there, I have to put them all away. Oh, or okay. so it could be like minor little yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. You yeah, know, it's like, not like a whole house declutter. It's like yeah. one thing of declutter. Like if I my makeup bag, if all my shit's laying on, okay, let's all put it together. You know, yeah, yeah. those mm -hmm. little things. So that's not a major thing. Reading? Um, me reading is like the pits for me. So I'm enjoying it. I totally love it. It's while well, I'm reading like a self-help book, like kind it's of thing. Reading. Yeah. But it's like, so because now it's calming. So I, I'm enjoying it. I read right before bed. I do mm -hmm. my meditation and I go to bed. Like, it's really nice. So, so that's part of the routine now. Yeah. So I, I'm loving that. Um, and it's interesting that that happens at the end of the night. Like it's like yeah, that I, seems like something that's easy to keep because it's not during the crazy hours of the yeah. day. Like you got to eat all day. So that's like easy to yeah fall back on, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's yeah. why you put eating. I don't know. Well, that'll probably like fall off. Well, because this one is so rigid. Like before Christmas, I wasn't like this crazy. Oh, okay. This is really rigid. Um, but I, I'll probably stick to it. But like I usually do a a cheat meal a week mm -hmm. kind of thing and that you can't do it 30 days a whole month i haven't been able to and it's like body memory like i was like losing it this week yeah. and like no we're winning that damn money you need all those points don't, don't do, it. do it yeah <laughs> so anyway so all of that's been kind of taking up my whole life um so i don't have time to beat <laughs> so those stupid ass moccasins well they're but not stupid i'm but. sure at the end of 30 days because i've done the sugar thing too it you feel so good you feel like yeah. even now you probably feel a little bit different in certain things. Like, yeah, so. it's um, for me, the major thing like this first and foremost, it's vanity. I want to lose weight. I don't feel good when yeah. I'm at my heaviest. So it, it's all about vanity and which mm -hmm. I think is fine for people to yeah. say too. like a lot for of sure. times we feel like, oh, no, like I have to have like some kind of nice, holy uh, you want to be healthy. Heaven's sakes. That's like the number one thing that people yeah. should be worried about. So. Here and I sometimes talking, it's not like, though. Like, calling the pot black, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like for me, it's both. Um, when I'm at my heaviest, I don't feel good. That's how I feel. I get, you know, like uh, my hands, especially for my damn hands, I get uh, inflammation a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I have arthritis that runs through my family. My mother's hands right now, she's so poor, they're all crooked, you know, like, so those kind of things are a possibility for me. Mm -hmm. So I know the, uh, the, the carbs and the sugar. Mm -hmm. Dairy too kind of does it a little bit. I feel like my hands hurt at the end of the day, which stops my production. So mm -hmm. uh, that was one of the bigger reasons too. Yeah. So those are some of my my things too. And and you know what? Like I don't have diabetes running through my family, but I'm afraid too. Yeah. Like I don't want to be sick. Because I don't go home with people out there who have diabetes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's you know, and I was just kind of thinking like I'm not forty yet. I'm I'm getting close though, and. I was thinking, you know, like I want to make healthy choices now so that mm -hmm. in 10 years, it's not a shock when, you know, if I, you know, I'm not taking care of yeah. myself. So anyways, I'm trying to be proactive here and excellent do all that jazz. But it is, it, it's time consuming and it does take, a, take away from other things. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at right now with my beating. It's I'm in that slump that people talk about. I honestly don't even have that fire right now, which is a little bit sad, but I'm okay with it right now. So I was joking online with, uh, <laughs> so the um, Ganondagan had that, that yes. show. It's having another one in March. What? All yeah. right. Son mm -hmm. of a I think there is. I think I got an email about it. Yeah. Or something. Well, I ain't ready for that one. So I ain't, I ain't doing that one. <laughs> but 
Uh, so we were joking because Mike, Michael had posted about the show, just yeah. uh, the pictures and all of that. So I wrote on there, I said, I swear I will be prepared this coming December. I will have something ready and I'm going to apply. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, try to get in. So he wrote, I'm going to hold you to that. Like, you know, but then Jamie Jacobs jumped in and said, oh, well, uh, I guess I got to do something then. And like, Jesus. so it's on, you know, so, so it's on. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, shit. Now I'm like, so if people don't know, I'm calling out Jamie Jacobs. He is a uh, quill work. He does beautiful quill work. You have to check out his stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. Which makes quill it. quill work or something on Instagram. Yeah, but his work is outstanding. It's beautiful. So it's a little bit, the pressure is on <laughs> for me because now I'm like, oh shit. All right. Now I have to make something spectacular and outstanding. Um, but every time I think of something like, oh, maybe, and I'm like, Ugh, I don't know. So December 2nd, 2023 is the one. Okay. They've already posted it. It says 2023 Hudanoshuni Art Show, Ganond again. But there was something else they posted. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, so. Maybe it's the online one. I think they're, I don't know. So anyways, know. yeah. So now you've got your shout outs and you're yeah, going to so get prepped. My motivation, but I have no motivation and I have no ideas. I was flashing a few things in my brain and um, I don't know how they're going to work out. And I can't even say them because I have to be private and hush hush. What does? My ideas, whatever this shit I'm going to produce and... Hope to beat Jamie. And, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. No, that is a real challenge there, Mr. I Jacobs. Know. Maybe I'll blow you all out of the water. <laughs> oh, shit. But now we're going to have to hide our winter, stuff. Like 2022. Did you see mm -hmm. that bag that they did? Oh, my God. Hayden and Sam. Sam yes. Oh, my God. Talk about it. just reminded me of Bambi, that, that yes, fur. That, yes. Just like... Awesome. So check them out too. That was another beautiful piece. It was a bag, but there was all kinds. I can't even remember all the elements in there. There was a lot of bone work. Can't remember if there was quill work. I think there was quill work because I think she does quill work too. Maybe he does quill work too. I can't remember, but there's, yeah, I think there's quill work. There's bead work. There's work with different hides. There was, oh, yeah. Fabrics, was, the velveteens, everything. It was like beautiful piece. Yeah. <laughs> so I won best in show. So it's scary. <laughs> scary oh my What's god so scary about I don't it no i still feel like this little but country you have to, bumpkin like, like i think here my who am i talking about whatever but i do the same <laughs> thing but i'm just gonna send it to say <laughs> is that you shouldn't be making a piece for a show you should just make the best piece that you yeah. can for you, whatever that sparks your interest and then yeah. if it's if you love it then show it but yeah, I, I just like, don't you know, have like any every piece is show worthy <laughs> Yeah. Like, doesn't mean it's, every piece is going to win and it's going to be, everyone's going to ooh and ah, but every piece is potentially that. Yeah. And, and yeah, and that's where I'm like stuck right now. I just don't have any, I have like three things that keep coming to mind. That you want to do, you mean? That I want to do, but. um, Tell the world. No, just kidding. Oh, no, I just told you, I said, no. if you want to no. do something, you keep it to yourself. That's yeah. what some celebrity said or some David Goggins. No, not David Goggins. Have you ever heard of David Goggins? No. Oh my God, you got to start. You got to, you got to enter the podcast world. Podcast world. He has a book. My brother and I read it. I read it when I was like, I read it. I listen because I'm not a reader. I mm -hmm. listen to it on audiobook when I run and I just started a new one. My brother got me the book and I looked at him and I go, I'm not going to read this. I'm going to go and so he bought me the book and I'm going to download it. So I downloaded it and I started reading it last, I'm not reading it, listening to it last night. And I was just like, yes, motivation. He's like a kick ass <laughs> chief in the i think it's in the marines i can't remember exactly but yeah it's just an awesome story about his way he did stuff and it was just really cool yeah i don't know but yeah so that's yeah. a whole other thing but. i just gotta get on it but yeah i'm not well once these things are done <laughs> our famous saying once every but no but really check. that's my yeah that's my focus check, check. right now is um I want to say by, what are we, January, February? Say by March, I want to have all these things done. That gives me three months. So from March until December, I want to have, start working on my own pieces. And I want them what to be- mom's stuff? Oh, my poor mother. Well, that's hard. That's bittersweet. That's like a- That is going to be so ass. much accomplishment. Yeah, it's freaking hard though. I ain't going to lie. Um, it, that damn thing keeps me up at night. Because I, it's in my head. I know it. I see it. I have everything. She picked her velveteen. Yeah. Grant just gifted me a beautiful, huge piece of the fabric that it's going to go on the back. But it's for her leaving. Mm -hmm. 
that's I'm like, ugh, it just makes me feel so it's hard to do because now I'm like, son of a bitch, you better wear this while you're alive. Like, don't. But you gotta make what's it. Scary. The thing I know. is, is that if you don't make it, she can't wear it. Period. Yes, and that's the thing that keeps me up because I'm like, it's the idea of it is stopping me from doing it, or I'm just not getting to it. But that's the part that keeps me up because I'm like, I cannot allow my mother to one day leave this earth without something that I've made for her. Mm-hmm. I could feel. It. I want to cry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to cry. Like, I mean, I, I had this conversation because there was so much death in Ganawage. There's so much death everywhere. It seems like in the past, like month and a half or two months that I had the same conversation with my husband. Cause you know, like you don't know, right? Some people, it, it could be shocking. could be tomorrow. could be in, in, in two hours. You don't know. And so we had this conversation and I said like, well, what do you like? What would you like? Like, how do you want to have your last, how do you want to look? And he told me, and I'm like, really? I said, that's how, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, then good. Like, I'm glad I know. And how would you want different things to be and different things like that? And it's, it's, you have to prepare for that kind of stuff. You yeah. have to. And, and and it's the reality. Yeah. It's like, uh, I, I can't say I'm totally afraid of death and all that. Obviously I don't want mm-hmm. that to happen, but I, I, I'm, I'm starting to learn that. Yeah. That's the reality, you know, and, and learning to be okay with that mm-hmm. eventually. But yeah, it's not easy. So I'm okay with it. But I told her, I said, this is something that you have to wear. I don't want this just sitting and waiting for you. I said, mm-hmm. like, so, you know, if I if I make it, I want you to wear it. I want it to be something that you use, you know. So she agreed. But now I just got to <laughs> just got to freaking do it. But I know the daunting task of of doing it, too. Like not aside from all the emotional part of it, but just. The whole thing is going to match what my daughter has, too. She wants the exact same, the look. So the whole frilly, mm-hmm. like the the scallopy look for the yoke. So everything is already there. I don't have to design anything, which is great. I'm going to do the same pattern as my daughter's and everything. You mean the same kind of beadwork, too? Like the same flowers and stuff? No, that'll oh, all okay. be different. I actually can't wait. I love it. She wants all berries. She wants strawberries and uh, blueberries and flowers and mm-hmm. greenery and all of that. So I'm like, oh, shit, I could do so much with those, mm-hmm. with all of that. So, yeah. Ah, but it's been, but like, haunting me a little bit lately. So I think I'm going to just at least start prepping it um, and just get it ready like just so that i can just start beating it whenever i feel like it so but i know that's going to take a long time to do mm-hmm. so but yeah i'm trying to prioritize i guess but yeah she sh- <laughs> that piece she's been harassing me for about 10 years now so i just i guess this will be the year the year has come so we'll see <laughs> i'm like why well, i didn't even say anything but no I, I mean it's good to say stuff like that it's good to yeah it's good to work it out just because it's it been is. there. It ha- we can't, we, I mean, here I am like trying to say like we can't run from things and I'm always running from the organization of my house, but <laughs> it is. It's the truth. Like we have to just. Yeah. It, it just has to get done. Yeah. But that's that's the, the fear of it all is that, yeah, you have like it's the, the pressure of doing it. But I'm like, I got to get it done because I can't. I can't. That's not something I want to. I think my mother told me one time, I think she goes, I have more. I have less. Less. What was it? I have less years on the earth than I have had. I mean, that I've had, yeah. I've had, yeah. And it just seems like, yeah, my mother's going to be, I think, wait, I'm going to be 45 this year. She's going to be 73. Yeah. Yeah. My mother's pushing 80. So got to get it done. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be going soon. But that's, you know, that that I, I am excited to do it in some sense oh, yeah. if I don't sit and stew about it. Like if I could just put shit aside and then just do it. All you gotta do is have one real good session where you're just let it all out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it's almost one of those things where you'd have to tell your mother, like, I can see you and your mother talking about, Mom, this is gonna be so hard. Or Stella, this is gonna be so hard and I'm doing it because I love you so much. And we're and, a bit morbid. <laughs> but it's <laughs> like, not morbid, it's, it's the reality. Not, it's, death yeah. is reality. And that's it, because we have talked because she's had horrible. a few near death experiences in the last few years. So it's it's been rough, like on our family, you know. Like mm-hmm. she went through cancer, she went, she had a pulmonary because of the surgeries and even the ambulance, everybody was like shocked. Even the doctor was like, Oh shit, we didn't think she was making it through the night, you know, like Mm-hmm. The next day she was walking. So it was like, 
we had a lot of scares. And so we have, we've had to get comfortable with the idea mm -hmm. of it. You know, like she doesn't look at, if you look at her, I don't think of her as like this little old lady, you know, mm -hmm. but the reality is that she, yeah, she's almost 80 years old. She just had her 77th birthday or 76. Don't be was, aging her now. I think I aged her again. I did it last time. She called me out on Facebook. She's like, I'm only this age. I'm like, oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> she was born in 45. So, uh, nah, I don't remember. But anyways, yeah. So we've had to, uh, we've had to have those tough conversations. Yeah. And like, that's how we got onto the topic of what she will be wearing mm -hmm. and everything. Because it was literally when she was in that room, when she was like with the pulmonary, I had to ask like, I, I know nothing because our family has, my grandmother was so afraid of death that we couldn't even talk about it. Mm -hmm. So my mother wasn't that way though, but we just still never talked about it. So mm -hmm. I was like, ma, I don't even know what we're doing. Like what happens if you don't make the night? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. So that's where we got on to it. And when she was better and she recovered and everything, then she requested like, well, look, I'm still here. We have time. I want my stuff. So I was mm -hmm. like, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. Even that, like, I mean, we're talking about this crazy thing, but this not this crazy thing, this fact of life Yeah, that everyone's been touched to and no one can run away from it. But I, I think that it, it's so important and it sounds like you said morbid and whatnot, but it is important to, to have those hard conversations. And a lot of, a, a lot of that, those conversations come with a lot of reflection. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's other things that happen after that. So like, it's just, it's one thing. It's like a snowball it's effect. It's a snowball after. effect. And yeah. so to prepare, to be prepared for that, that this is, these are the things that happen, but not to, not to be so afraid of it that it, that you never see it coming or you can never imagine it coming. Yeah. Because that's the big thing. Even though you know it's coming when it comes, it doesn't hurt any less, but you might be a little bit more prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's kind of. Uh, well, I guess that's the control freak in me too, as if like yeah. I have any choice Post, in, yes. in it. Mm -hmm. I don't and I can't, but I can be prepared. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of where we're at, even though I'm just sitting on my ass right now, but yeah. I can be prepared. So maybe I should really get on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Our beating conversation <laughs> has taken a very skew to the... To the dark side. No. <laughs> to the realities of what we're all facing, because we've all been in situations where we've had to make different things for people who have passed away or yeah. have had loved ones or people wearing things that we've made. And those are not easy to like that. I'm just going to quickly jump back onto that. Um, just recently we had, well, like you said, we had a few deaths. Mm -hmm. Well, not a few, a lot. We've had a lot within Gahnawaga. And yeah, so recently it, I, I was asked to do a pair of moccasins for, uh, for somebody. and. And of course, like that's, that's for me, I look at it like it's a drop everything and do it type mm -hmm. of thing. I look yeah. at it like that's the least I could do for the family at that time. And sometimes it's not even, you don't even know the family. They ask them mm -hmm. like, yeah, sure, go ahead. I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. And that, yeah. that's exactly kind of what happened. Like I do know the family, but I don't know them closely. And I didn't know the, the man very, very close, but I do know the family. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so and it was just so funny the way, not funny, but the way everything kind of worked itself out that day. I had nothing planned. I had made it a point just to stay home and do whatever it was I was working on at the time. And then I got a text from uh, one of the family members saying that we're in need. Like they didn't need the beadwork. They just needed the um, the leather part. Um, somebody was, they had the vamps ready and all that. So I said, okay. I said, um... You know, just let me know. That was the only thing I had to really think. Like, of course, I want to say yes right away. But I was like, okay, realistically, if they're asking for it, like for tonight, I can't get it done, you know. But it was only for the following evening. So I was like, okay, yeah, I can get that done. So I think it took me like two hours to get it done, like mm -hmm. start to finish, maybe two and a half. Because it was just the leather. I got out a pattern and, yeah. you know, things like that. So, um, but they're heavy. It's, it's. It's sad. I tend to, um, I don't know, it's it's my practice. It's weird. And, well, I don't think there's anything against it. But I, I speak to the person as I'm making it. Mm -hmm. And I just ask them for guidance that they fit, that it's what they like. Like, you know, like especially when the beadwork, I'm selecting the, the things. And the last time I had to do one, I, I was just sitting there mentally talking to the person and just saying like, okay, like, Help me find, like, I have a crunch time. Like, we need these moccasins done for tomorrow. 
mm-hmm. you know, so help me. What colors do you want? So it's just like I, I kind of just do it that way, mm-hmm. you know, in my mind. And, and it just works like really quick. Like the first time I had to do it, it took me a whole day. But and that was with beadwork. And that's that was the process. I just kept asking, like it was for a lady, one of my good friends, her mom. So I had to ask, like, just in my head, like I said, mm-hmm. I'm not like physically yeah. asking anybody. And it was just like all the colors just like came to me. I was like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We got this. All right, good. Mm-hmm. Put it on. And I, it, they were beautiful. I never posted those. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't. No, no, I remember you saying that. Yeah, I don't post them unless the family posts it and they're okay with it. But I don't, I won't post it. But yeah, they're heavy. It's a heavy thing to do. And, and you want things to be just perfect for that family. You want them mm-hmm. to have that one less thing to worry about and stress about you know so yeah it's rough and i think um i was talking to i can't remember who i was at school i think or, and somebody put their shoes on the table and then we're like don't put your shoes on the table and then i was saying oh and my husband always says don't put your shoes on the table because your shoes only go on the table when maybe it was at the longhouse your shoes only go on the table when you pass away because a long time ago mm-hmm. people would be laid out their house and usually it was on the table because yeah. that's what they had yeah and usually you got new shoes yeah and so I was asking my husband, he goes, yeah, he goes, I want new shoes mm-hmm. because I want new moccasins when I pass away. So that's how the conversation started when we were talking about all these things is that like, yeah, there's some there's, there's certain things that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But here we are again. back. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just important to make sure that, you know, you just tell those people you around that you'll care about them or like, you know, mm-hmm. check in and all that kind of jazz. And, you know, the winter months, people. Sometimes get down after the holidays because people go off and do their things and sometimes we don't get to see each other and as much as you did during the that yeah. quote unquote vacation time mm-hmm. or that downtime. So just checking in your loved ones and just like I was talking to a little kid at school and I said, yeah, you know, like showing your support is just saying, hey, or giving that ganawage a heads up. Like, <laughs> I see you are like, yeah. you need a pen or, you know, just like those kind of things. Like not not necessarily like spending like an hour deep down in conversation and it could be but sometimes it's just like hey how's it going mm-hmm. you know just or a smile sure, checking, yeah, on. checking in and checking on in so yeah. check in on people you love check on your fellow bead workers your artisans uh the kids <laughs> in your household checking with them anything you know just your teens we, yeah we tend to forget about teens because they're grouchy beings but they got a lot going on too they got a lot going on everything is new to them just like little kids yeah. Even though they act like they're a hundred years old, mm. not even they act like they're like <laughs> old, but yeah, but they got a lot of stuff coming at them too. So it's not easy peasy. So, yeah. So yeah. So, you know, sometimes we like to go deep and sometimes we like to have fun and just shoot the shit. But today is like a good day. It's a good, it's a good way to start 2023. Mm-hmm. I mean, our midwinter is only coming up next week. So we're going to be doing that. Mm-hmm. So we're wishing everybody a good day today and hopefully um, or good night or whenever you're listening and that's about it right yep that's enough for now (laughs) 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 the views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of your and its employees